Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host Silwan coming to you from the heart of Minnesota, the land of the Vikings. Got to spend a great day with a couple of groups from here in Alexandria, Minnesota. A community Obviously, proud of their heritage, proud of their culture of service. They told me about the Kensington Runestone. Now, those of you who are interested in Vikings know that Vikings used to write these runestones. Well, supposedly, in about 1898, a large runestone was found near here by a farmer. Now, as I look through the history of it, most scholars think it's a hoax, even though no one can really definitively say it is a hoax. It tells the tale of Viking adventurers who around the late 1300s found their way to what is now Minnesota, where most of their party was massacred. And the rune stone is the survivors leaving Evidence of the journey, talking about their fellow adventurers who had been killed. Now, whether it's real or not, it's pretty cool. It's especially cool, cool for a small community to have something like that in its midst. It's either evidence that Vikings made it all the way to Minnesota a long time ago, or it's a local resident who has a lot of ingenuity to fake a runestone. Either way, it's part of this community, part of their heritage, something that you notice right away. They're proud of their heritage. And the event was a community affair. Business leaders, people from all walks of life coming together to support first responders and their community. It was obvious this is something that they all cared about. It was also obvious that unlike a lot of places in our country now, that Alexandria is still the kind of place that they like to pride themselves in being a small town, of knowing each other, being able to go out to eat and see the mayor and say hello or somebody on the police department and know them on a first-name basis. Even though in the summer the population can swell, there's lakes everywhere, it's a gorgeous place, they have that sense of community. Now that was sort of my theme today, that if they like anywhere, are going to do anything to truly respond to their first responders and the traumas and trials that they've been going through. They're going to have to do it together. It's going to take a whole community. It's going to take the bankers. It's going to take the counselors. It's going to take everyone, Chamber of Commerce, the teachers, the stay-at-home moms, the laborers, We need connectedness in our society today. And it won't happen if you're not intentional about it. It's one thing to say, you got to get connected, you got to look out for each other. But it's not going to happen if you don't sit down and make it happen. We are being pulled 
in so many different directions. Work, school, social media, the media, TV, politics. That if we don't sit down and make a plan, what are we going to do next? It won't happen. I came back to that theme over and over again in my talk. What are you going to do after this event? Is it going to be a check in the box, a yearly, yeah, we support our first responders type thing? Or is it going to be the catalyst for having the conversations to talk about what do we do? As I walk back to my hotel, getting ready for another talk with first responders and their families, thought to myself, but that's what we all need to do nowadays. There's so much finger pointing. There's so much messaging on Facebook for my position and your position. It doesn't really move the needle much. It's actually getting out and taking action. You know, I'm totally against these rioters burning down buildings, but you know what? They're taking action. We have to take action. If we want our world to be a different place, if we want our world to be a place of meaning, if we look at what's happening around us and the disconnection in it, makes us scared, makes us fearful for our family. Words aren't going to do. We need to take action. And just like we met today in Alexandria, Minnesota, and I made it clear that this has got to be the beginning of something, if real change and real movement is going to happen, you need to do the same thing where you live, with your family with your friends, with your community. You see things you don't like? You see things you want to change? Don't just count on politicians doing it. Don't count on people on TV doing it. You do it. Have meetings in your church. What are we going to do? Have meetings with your family. What are we going to do? Make hard decisions about home and work. Taking care of yourself. I mean, it is not out of the realm of possibility. We could have another lockdown this winter. And maybe during that lockdown, there were riots. And because of those riots, maybe food wasn't getting to your grocery store. Then what would you do? Or maybe we have another lockdown and there are riots. And maybe they start attacking transportation. And maybe gas doesn't get to gas stations then what are you going to do? Or maybe they decide instead of burning down and setting fire to cities, they're going to do it in rural areas. They're going to make people who think they were immune from attack be a little bit worried, be a little bit scared. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if come spring, your kids don't go back in school in their home? And now you got to school them and you got to work. And you got to take care of that all. What are you going to do? Are you going to do all those things by yourself? Are you going to do all those things alone? Are you going to do it with like-minded people? Are you going to do it with community, with family, with businesses, with friends? Trust me, you don't want to do it alone. But if you're going to do it with those people, you have to have those conversations, the type of conversations it's so easy to put off. We don't want to, you know, just like in our personal lives, you know, if you're having relationship problems, oh, you just want to put it off. You don't want to deal with it. If you're having money problems, oh, it'll get better. I want to keep my head in the sand. I don't want to have to live by a budget. 
retirement issues, all sorts of things, health issues. I mean, look at how many men put off going to a doctor and then what they put off ends up being stage four cancer. That happens all the time. Well, what's going on in our world today is like stage four cancer. You can't wait. What if you're older and and your kids live far from you and there's another lockdown and there's riots, except this time they're more widespread because the government can't print money like they did before. And you're elderly and you're afraid to go to the grocery store. What are you going to do? What are you going to do if they start coming for churches? What are you going to do? Today, we had a conversation about what we are going to do to better respond to our first responders, to help them come home, to help their families communicate with each other better, to better understand the sacrifices that they give every day for us. And hopefully it will be the beginning of a long conversation. Well, you need to have the same sort of conversation at your home about a whole host of things. And guess what? If you're single, you need to have it even more. Who's going to be there for you when the darkness comes? You got to reach out to your friends. You got to reach out to your family. You got to make a plan. Because here's the deal. That's why I started talking about the Kensington runestone, real or not. If you don't have a plan, if you haven't joined with a community, a family, a church to figure out how you're going to get through these troubling times, pretty good chance you could end up like those Vikings. Isolated and lost. That's what happened. They got far away from home. Someone attacked them. They were isolated and they were lost. That's, that's the message on the runestone. Don't let it be your runestone. Let your runestone read how you came together, how you planned, how you reached out to those in your family and in your community, your neighbors, people you go to church with, and you survived, and you thrived, and you came together, and it is a heritage that will live long after you, and that is your runestone. So until next time, my friends, get out that uh, hammer and chisel and make a runestone a community that will last, that people a hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, will read about how you and your tribe, whatever that tribe is, survived these times. Aim high. Spread your wings when you get up every day going, yeah, we're going to get some. We're going to come together. You'll be filled with hope, enthusiasm. And then, instead of hiding your eyes, instead of ignoring things you shouldn't be, you will keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Siloan. I hope you and yours are doing great. Join me tomorrow. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. 
That is Siloan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Siloan Green.